Welcome to Mission Impact. Welcome to my 60th episode. And on this episode, I'm going to be focusing in on the work that I do with organizations and talking about strategic planning. I come to strategic planning probably naturally. I started my interest in working with organizations and their organization development by being part of a strategic planning process um, at a local organization uh, where I was a member. And we used uh, what's known as an appreciative inquiry process, but the whole going through the whole process and being led by the consultant made me very curious about this whole whole approach. Welcome to Mission Impact, the podcast for progressive nonprofit leaders who wanna build a better world without becoming a martyr to the cause. I'm Carol Hamilton, your host and nonprofit consultant. On a personal level, I really enjoy planning. Used to love when it was back to school time and it was time to get those new planning notebooks for the school year. And now as a professional, I have probably way too many notebooks where uh, that help me with my daily, weekly, and monthly planning. And yearly, I'm coming to, we're coming to the end of the year here, and um, I'm looking forward to spending a good chunk of time thinking through what are, uh, what has this last year brought for me, and what does the next year look like, and how can I get ready for that? So that's all at the personal level, but why do strategic planning, um, and why is it called strategic planning instead of just uh, there are other types of planning, but why strategic planning at the organizational level? And there, I think a lot of things that people fear about strategic planning. And um, I guess I wanna say that you don't need to fear it. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people have had some not great experiences with uh, processes that they've been involved in before. Um, But I think there's also with some folks a little bit of uh, hesitancy around a feeling that a plan is gonna hem you in. A plan is not gonna allow you to adjust and iterate as you need. A plan is gonna be constrictive and it doesn't allow for that creativity and emergence and doesn't um, really enable you to respond in the way that you want. And so when I'm thinking about uh, working with organizations and strategic planning, I wanna help them find that happy medium between a plan that does feel that way, that is very constrictive, that is very defined, and just having no plan at all. So um, just being able, you know, just reacting in the moment to whatever is emerging. And I think for organizations, because they're really just made up of a network of people, a group of people who are all ideally working towards a similar goal, the mission of the organization. And to me, what a strategic planning uh, process does is help the group realign around that mission and get clear about what are they going to be focusing on in the next three to five years. So, you know, what are those three to five big goals that the organization needs to pay attention to 
over that next three to five year period. And that really helps um, get everyone moving in the same direction. So you don't have all of that working at cross purposes or confusion or not really knowing what to prioritize when you get to your, your desk every day. So some of the benefits that I see finding that kind of Goldilocks spot of, you know, just an, just enough structure and planning and direction and still um, not nailing it down so uh, definitively over a, that three year period that there's no way to um, adjust and make changes as, as needed. We'll be back after this short break. I want to invite you to a special event uh, at the end of this year. Um, I'm going to be hosting a one-hour planning session with my nonprofit leadership roundtable, December 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern. You'll be able to find a way to register for the event uh, through the show notes um, on the website. And we'll be diving into some planning, looking back at how 2022 went for you and looking forward into 2023 and what's coming up and what intentions do you want to set. So fitting with this uh, year-end planning that I'll be doing personally, I'd love to have you come and and help um, frame up how you can think about uh, your upcoming year. So again, December 15th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time uh, in the U.S. And uh, look forward to seeing you there. Welcome back to Mission Impact. And certainly anyone who's lived through the last three years knows that um, the best laid plans, um, that's what that's what happens to them. So I've heard uh, folks talk about, many folks talk about how at the beginning of the pandemic, they just had to throw out their strategic plan and um, react to what was happening there. I'm guessing that it's not like they started over in the pandemic to reimagine ex- uh, what their organization did. The mission was still going to be the same, but it was really about how do you make, uh, how can you make progress in that mission in that moment in the pandemic when everything was so different. So we all live in this, what is known as the, you know, the, if you've heard the acronym VUCA, volatile, uncertain, chaotic, and ambiguous. We all live in that, uh, in, in that uh, world. Um, I'm guessing that if we looked back in history, uh, folks across time would have felt that they were living also in a, in a VUCA world things that are make it particularly uh, so these days are just the speed at which things happen and the interconnectedness um, with which we live uh, across our country, across the world. So with that ambiguity and um, volatility, there can be a sense of let's just throw this whole planning process out. Let's not even bother. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. Why would we? Why would we want to do that? But some of the benefits that I've seen organizations really come out of a planning process is through the structure of the deliberate conversations that you walk through with the group that really help people uncover 
their their aspirations, their visions for the organization, what it could be, the impact it could have, as well as the assumptions they're, that they're making. And so through that series of conversations, you're able to find that common ground of where people agree, where the energy is to set some direction. And for me, I essentially think of it as you're, you're setting your intentions. Um, you know, I go out on a walk every morning and I have to decide, am I turning left or am I turning right? Um, you're setting your direction. You're, you're deciding where you're going to go. Of course, on my morning walk, I, I pretty much know the route and it's not too unexpected. And we can't predict the future. That's not what the purpose of the, the whole process is. It's really to refine and, and help everyone get into alignment. I've seen uh, benefits of boards getting re-engaged with organizations, board members um, who became, maybe came into the organization at the beginning of a process and, and didn't feel like they could contribute a lot because they didn't know as much as they wanted to about the organization, really feel like they'd learned so much through all the conversations with other board members and staff through the strategic planning process. So. You know, that education process, that re-engagement process with board members can be such a key benefit. Being able to lift up, being able to lift up and and examine um, challenges that are going on inside the organization and giving people a safe and constructive place to have conversations about that so that it's not just a conversation out in the hallway, but it's being brought into the room and it's a focus. We're going to pay attention to this. Not that you're gonna solve that problem necessarily in the strategic planning process itself, but more through the all the conversations, it's gonna be lifted up and hopefully then prioritized to um, g- gather some attention over in that next period of time um, for the organization to continue to strengthen itself. So those are just some of the benefits that I see. It's really about Oftentimes, if an organization hasn't gone through planning um, in a while, it uh, a common complaint that isn't just about planning, but but a common complaint in organizations is the the sense of being siloed from each other, uh, board versus staff, uh, different departments, not necessarily knowing what each other are doing. And through the planning process, you can really help integrate those all those pieces. So I think of it as kind of trying to kind of lessen the noise that's happening and um, kind of increase the signal. So if you're thinking about an old uh, time radio where we're trying to dial in and, and get that station, you're, you're reducing the static and you're really dialing into that signal where everyone, um, you know, says, yes, I'm in agreement. This is the direction we need to go. This is what we need to focus on over the next couple of years. And I understand how it really moves our mission forward. So there's lots more that I could say about strategic planning, um, but I wanted to really focus in on the why today. As uh, many people are familiar with the Simon Sinek book, Start With Why, um, and I I start every podcast interview with a question with my guests of what their why is, Uh, I wanted to dig into what is the why for possibly thinking about doing strategic planning. So um, we're coming to the end of the year here, 
a lot of folks uh, are starting to think about next year and uh, perhaps are thinking about strategic planning. So if you're thinking about it, um, those are just some of the um, benefits that I really see. Uh, educating staff, educating board, um, dialing up that signal so that everyone's in alignment around a common purpose. And um, it also is a, a great way to help uh, folks get to know each other. Um, the last uh, couple retreats that I did, I've been obviously doing all of the planning that I've been doing with organizations virtually. Um, and then most recently, a couple in-person uh, uh, sessions. And both through the virtual and the, the in-person, uh, folks talked about at the end of the process how they really appreciated getting to know each other better. Um, so there are lots of different benefits. So I'd hope that uh, just invite you to consider thinking about how that might apply to your organization and, and um, think about uh, what, what you could gain from it and why it might be important. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really appreciate the time you spend with me um, just by myself this time and uh, with our other episodes with our guests. Um, I will put a, a link in the show notes to a resource that I think is particularly helpful. I have a, a resource of common mistakes that organizations make in strategic planning. So that's a free download that you can grab from the website. So we'll put that up. And um, there'll also be a transcript of this um, episode in the show notes as well. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to share it on your favorite social media platform and tag me. Uh, it's Grace Social Sector Consulting or Carol Hamilton at LinkedIn or Mission Impact on LinkedIn. And we appreciate the helping us get the word out. I also want to thank Isabel Strauss-Riggs for her support in editing and production, as well as April Custer of 100 Ninjas for her production support. Till next time, thank you for everything you do to contribute and make an impact.